0: Hello everyone uh welcome to our next episode of the enterprise podcast with me today i have two student entrepreneurs who have set up the business hem so if you would both like to introduce yourselves and um, talk to us a bit about what you've been doing
1: i'm heather uh i do business management and i'm in second year and yeah we both set up hem in um october and a pretty novice sewers. was <laughs>
2: um i mean i also study business management but i'm in the first year um me and heather know each other from home and from school and we started this yeah in october as heather said um after heather got a sewing machine and we've both kind of been charity shopping and stuff for quite a while and it just seemed like something that made sense to start doing but yeah we're not
0: experts at all <laughs> No worries. Um, so you know each other from school, so does that mean then um, you were kind of like throwing ideas around at school as well, or did it become more of a uni thing when you're wandering uh, around?
2: Um, I, It just came into my head at some point, I don't know why, and we hadn't really been trying to brainstorm anything in the past. I literally just sent Heather a message saying you can't see doing this, and then she was just like, yeah, and that was it really. <laughs>
0: That's awesome, that's awesome. I mean, often that's how the best ideas come about as well. They just kind of pop up or sometimes people discover them by accident. Yeah. So that's awesome. Um, what would you say then has been the highlight of your time so far working on Hems? Heather, if you start.
1: Um, I think the first event we did was like, it was so fun in the queue, And just getting to meet everyone, like seeing a month of really stressful sewing and planning and like long nights all come together and like people come down and chat to them and like buy our stuff. It was just so cool to like see the first person buy something that wasn't just like a friend or a family member being like, oh, I'll have that. It was like someone genuinely really wanting to buy it. I think that was probably the best bit so far for me
2: emmy what about you um i would agree with that actually like um just having confirmation from other people and support that it was actually a good idea and it wasn't just something that was in our heads because i think until you actually take it to people that you don't know or that you don't like you haven't already explained everything to is you can't really tell whether other people are gonna like it for what it actually is rather than just supporting you because they're your friends or something
0: yeah the thrill of the first sale is something that it becomes quite addictive then as well yeah it? definitely you just want to keep the ball rolling yeah um, and with with family and friends too they and they either tend to be um really really supportive to the extent where it's not very helpful and <laughs> you don't think that they're giving you good advice or sometimes they're the complete opposite and they try and dissuade you from starting in the first place because they just want the best for you and they're not always sure that the effort is worth it yeah but no, it's, it's always great to get that external feedback, mm-hmm. from, especially from your actual target market as well, because I wouldn't ever say that my mum, for example, is is my target market <laughs> for my business. So yeah. <laughs> they aren't always the best at giving feedback in that sense too. Okay, so obviously you've talked about um, using the Cube. Um, how would you say that your product line has kind of developed and expanded since that first pop-up?
1: Um, I think we've just started experimenting like when we first when we did the first cube um i got my sewing machine in october and then we did the cube in december and i'd had no experience before and then emmy hadn't got a sewing machine at that time so i think like my skills were quite limited and then it was only me who could do it and i think we'd like we only sort of did a couple of styles of stuff like the cropped elasticated tops whereas Like now we do quite a lot of different stuff and it's so much better with Emmy doing it because then we can both spend a bit more time practicing on like different styles and trying out new things. So I think we've definitely expanded and sort of moved away from some of the stuff we did initially.
2: Yeah, I think um, as well as just trying to make new styles of stuff, it's more about trying to work with what's available and being able to utilize more of the things that we have um available to us in charity shops and things because when we were just limiting well, we didn't purposely limit ourselves to just t-shirts or hoodies or whatever but um when our skills weren't as good it kind of only meant we could pick up that kind of thing but we've been um, able to expand the amount of stock that we have just by being able to do more stuff with what's in the charity shop
0: that's awesome um And I guess as well, like, for you both, has it been quite a confidence booster working on this, seeing yourselves basically learn a new skill um, at the same time?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's been good. I think, like, especially because when you're at uni there's not, you don't have loads of time to just, like, pick up a new skill and it's definitely been nice to learn something new that isn't, like, education. It's just, like, something
2: that's a useful skill to know how to do. Um, I think for both of our courses, as well having something that shows that we can actually put what we know into practice or not even for any other reason like not for a CV or anything but just knowing that um what you're learning is helpful or that you can apply it to real life situations is quite useful for us
0: yeah it's so rewarding to be able to do that like um, I know from sports science as well part of the reason um, I found personal training so helpful was because I could literally apply the theory of what I was learning and the science to the clients that I was helping. Yeah. So it's a great way of doing better in your in your assessments and stuff because you're just so much more able to comprehend the concepts and stuff that you get to on. Yeah, and on.
2: you've got real life examples from
0: personal, like, um, really useful. Awesome. Okay, so where have you um, where have you both been planning for the future? Up to this point, and obviously, let's ignore the coronavirus situation for a moment. What were your plans um, and like your successes, how they shaped what you were going to do in the future?
1: Um, um, I think definitely we were going to continue to build on Depop, like that's definitely working for us, and that was sort of the goal with that. Um, I think it was like next year we still need to think about because I'm going on placement. So I was going to be in London and Emmy would still be in Loughborough. So obviously that makes it a bit more difficult. But Depop's sort of a bit easier because we can both do it like from our respective homes. Um, Like as opposed to The Cube where we both wouldn't be there to do it. So I think definitely growing Depop, like growing followers on there was our biggest aim.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, That's been something that's worked really well for us. I think more than we expected we were kind of just going to focus on like um doing stuff in Loughborough and then using Depop to kind of flog the stuff that we couldn't get rid of yeah um but it's been our main thing really now which we didn't really expect so I think focusing on growing that and making that better and um our Instagram and stuff to aid growing sales through Depop is probably our main thing but yeah as Heather said we're going to have to split everything between us when she goes on placement but that shouldn't be a problem as soon as that's all
0: yeah and I guess um all this stuff that's happening now has kind of accelerated that as well because um everyone's being forced to kind of take a real step back from gathering in certain Mm -hmm. places and we're all having to look at how we work online um in a more effective way so I guess it's, it's good that you already had that platform as well, built up to a certain extent. Yeah. So I think you'll both be fine um, with the, with the uh, remote working anyway and working separately, because you've got that shared brand vision, mm-hmm. which is obviously so important when it comes to a partnership. How would you actually um, describe working, <laughs> working as a pair? Obviously, I know you're both here, but um, I'm sure it's been difficult at times. Um, and obviously I'm sure it's been very helpful at times having someone um, there to share your stresses with yeah I
2: think um, I don't think we have I can't really think of any big issues that we have at all Um, we seem to have like the same vision definitely and the same idea about the brand and what we want to do with it and things that often I'll send Heather a message that she's just about to suggest to me or something so we've got the same ideas for what we want to do and i think we um are good at developing those ideas as well which is
1: good yeah i think it's definitely helped that we've known each other for so long and like we started with a friendship rather than just like starting with a business with someone you don't know particularly well um i think that's definitely helped in like communication and i think Just generally, we have quite similar ideas, like especially to like environmental stuff and like sustainability, that definitely helps that we sort of got a similar vision with that because that's like a big part of the business. And I think just as like being friends for so long, like we are quite similar, so that definitely helps.
0: So do you think then as well, when you were in the initial stages of starting your business, how did you decide your target market, given that you've both got a similar kind of way of thinking and doing things? Is it yourselves? Are you your target market? Or did you decide on another person that you've kind of defined?
2: Um, I think we both had in our head what kind of person um, we wanted to be our target market. I think we're, I, I would say we are our target market, but not the, Um, image of the person that we first think of as buying our clothes Um, yeah I don't know
1: yeah I think like initially like obviously we sort of made stuff we liked but I think the longer we thought about the business and we did your um, business model sheet um, and sat with Emma for a while and we're just trying to think of who our target person was and I think it's definitely sort of students and being at Loughborough like we've both been there for a while and seeing how people love the vintage sales and love nights out it was easy to sort of build a target market from that rather than having like a set image in our head when we start off we've definitely sort of molded what we make more towards what we think the target audience is or wants That's the the
0: benefit of being a small business as well is that you can move so much more quickly um, and larger businesses and particularly like when you've got a small team it can be a much more intuitive thing just kind of deciding as and when what you're yeah. going to do. Um, but how do you think that will change as, as your business scales and maybe you bring more people on board how are you going to describe your target market to future people so everyone stays on track with your mission? Um, that's hmm. quite a difficult question <laughs>
2: um, I think we've got quite a lot of like we've built um quite a big bank of images that of what we kind of like and what our vision is for things or the kind of um person that we're going for in fashion and things like that so I think I don't really think we'd bring somebody on board if we didn't think that they truly understood what we wanted to do I guess I don't know yeah um I don't know i can imagine it being quite far in the future at this point but (laughs) I'm not sure
1: yeah I think if uh, yeah as Emmy said like if we were to bring someone on board I think we'll definitely have to make sure we're all like the same got the same vision but then I think maybe as we get older maybe our tastes will change and like fashion obviously changes like what's in style what's not so that's definitely something we need to look at but being just the two of us it's quite easy to be adaptable and just like change what we make or just pick up different bits see what people like see what's selling to make more of that so that's definitely good that we can be flexible in that way
0: yes i think it's awesome as well how like grounded you both are um because it can be so easy to kind of get caught up in like oh yeah i'm gonna expand here expand there i'm gonna start doing this we're gonna hire 10 people and then often growing too fast is what is what can really undermine um businesses because they haven't set solid foundations but you both are doing a a really really good job thank you um Um, obviously as well the the name hemmed is your two names combined but how long did that take to come up with
1: (laughs) yeah there were a lot of um sort of laughable (laughs) names but we got there and i think also it was like it was quite an annoying time maybe the only time which like parents help hasn't been Mm. useful where we've just been like bouncing names about and they've been like no that sounds stupid or we are both like yeah we've decided on this name and then like someone we knew would be like no that sounds like this or that sounds stupid but so it definitely I think that's like the one thing that's taken us the longest to decide on yeah but I think you just
0: have to commit
2: to something and then people just get used to it as long as it doesn't sound like really ridiculous um yeah it works out fine i
0: think but it worsens. yeah people get so hung up on branding um yeah but like you say once you've stuck to something and i guess as well even ridiculous names they stick in people's heads Mm. so as long as you really commit to something and um yeah it's it's usually a step that people have a lot of pain and, and energy spent on obviously there is (laughs) <laughs> the elephant in the room, uh, the coronavirus situation, has uh, disrupted a lot of business, people's employment, all sorts. So, obviously, as students, we have a bit of a safety net in terms of like student finance and stuff like that. Um, but I guess personally, first of all, how are you both finding the situation? Are you both um, okay? Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: um,
1: yeah. It's just a, a way weird being at home, like so early, and then. Yeah. Like, it's not like you can go back, because I think, like, we're all at this point where we're probably not going to go back after Easter, so it sort of just feels weird that it's been cut short at week six, Mm. and it's just, like, six weeks have just gone, and we're not going to have, like, our last little house meal together, it's just a bit strange. I think,
0: yeah, I think um, a lot of us have been grieving, almost, um, Mm. in a very small way. I feel really bad for people in their final year coming that Mm. ending
2: is not ideal business side of things um we haven't been able to go charity shopping which for me has been quite challenging because I really enjoy going a lot um and so we're trying to figure out alternative um stock sources and trying to find somebody who can provide us with good wholesale stuff but that's quite difficult
0: maybe that's where you know the likes of the yeah. sales and stuff yeah because a lot of them are um a remote even if you contacted the ones that regularly come to London, yeah and um, I'm not sure if that's a, an avenue you can explore but I guess it's better than going into a charity shop given that either they've shut yeah. or their volunteers are kind of mm-hmm. quite at risk um
2: yeah it's something we definitely need to research but um I think it's probably worth the investment at this point anyway because we need stuff to keep us going and, like just keeping us busy it'd be good to have yeah. a lot to say.
0: yeah no it's, it is the thing to work on um, so in terms of opportunities then maybe what, what are you seeing as a not necessarily a good thing um, but something that you can really focus on at the moment
2: I
1: think like Instagram because like I've got we've got a lot of time on our hands now um like you can't go to the gym you can't really go around to your mate's house like maybe you would at uni and just like waste a few hours so I think definitely trying to build Instagram and like get good content to try and set that as like a solid platform for when things sort of Mm -hmm. pick up again is definitely something um like I'm gonna focus on at home just trying to get some really good content like make it more of a community for people especially in like this strange time where we all sort of need a bit of support yeah
0: yeah on- online communities are so so important um, and I guess as the weather's getting a bit brighter as well photos are gonna look
1: better and better yeah it'll be nice to finally venture outside
0: <laughs> okay so um I guess then um you've obviously both applied for the initiate fund as well can you talk a little bit about that
2: yeah um so initially we were gonna um spend it on getting a sewing machine for me but then I ended up getting one for Christmas so um that was good but we've just been we used it predominantly for um we've bought a lot of stock with it and um Used some of it for our branding and things like that, which was a good investment for us, and also um, purchasing better lighting and a background for our Depop, so our photos are really good, which I think has definitely helped to make it look more professional. And when you just go on Depop, like all of our pictures look um, the same, and it's a good layout that we've got going so. That was definitely good for us to spend that on because that was quite a lot but um yeah definitely worth it
1: yeah i wouldn't really say there's much like i think maybe initially we'd planned to get more stock for that or like from a wholesaler but um we managed to find quite a lot in the charity shops locally and we ventured out to nottingham and definitely got quite a lot there so I think we didn't spend as much on stock as we thought we were going to so definitely spending it on sort of like to improve the like the brand image helped and that definitely I think once we did that we saw a big increase in followers on Depop and sales just because it looks a lot more
0: professional. I guess yeah. as well um, with Depop being a selling platform you're gonna have people following you because you're inspiring them with their own business which is quite cool. Um, so, you've mm. probably got people who are really looking up to what you're doing on Depop, not just in, in Loughborough as well. Um, that's awesome. Speaking of inspiring other people though, um, if you had to give one piece of advice to a student who's got a business idea, what would it be?
1: Um, like talk to enterprise, I know it's like, we're not trying to plug in it, but like it definitely helps, just like the business model idea. Just making, if you're doing it with someone else, me and Emmy both filled ours out separately and then came together to make sure True. we were on the same page. Or if you've got an idea and you're not 100% sure, it definitely helps you, like put all your ideas in one place. Maybe think about some stuff you didn't think about, and like it's just good for support and like the initiate fund we wouldn't have known about it had we not have like come up to the office and started
2: speaking to you guys so that's definitely
1: definitely good. I think like
2: the cube um doing that for the first time it just gave us confirmation and support that our idea was actually a good idea and it wasn't just us who thought it was a good idea um and yeah with the business model canvas just having everything you could think of in a structured way and making it um sure you could prioritise what you were going to do and obviously that me and Heather's ideas were on the same page as well
0: yeah, so the, the business model canvas um for those that don't know it's, it's basically one sheet of paper that has every single element of a business plan on it And for both of you now as well, Heather and Emmy, um, it might be a a good thing to do again while you're separated. Um, Good way to pass time, good way to refine your ideas. um, And in light of everything that's changing at the moment, you can kind of refocus them Mm -hmm. to the market conditions. Um, But I'll put a link in the description for the podcast for anyone interested because we have those resources online on the Loughborough Enterprise Network website. So you can uh, use that as well remotely okay so thank you both for um doing this podcast with me uh you. you just want to have a quick kind of elevator pitch about your business to finish off and where people can find you
1: yeah you can find us on instagram at hemmed clothing please follow us it'll really help um and then depop is just at hemmed so yeah, check we're those also out on
2: at the moment currently on um depop on the explore page on the meet the sellers section we're just under the Oh, that's awesome yep so we're quite easy to find
0: that yeah and i'm sure you'll be posting lots more uh there in the the coming weeks yes definitely um yeah thank you both for your time thank you um and as always let me know if i can help with anything we will thank you
2: thank you